If you've been in the crypto space or observed it for any amount of time, what would you think is the most missing from the blockchain world? Is it regulation? How about transparency? Well, according to some, one of the biggest problems with the space is that it's one big sausage fest. No, we're not saying blockchain should become vegan, not that there's anything wrong with that. We're talking about male domination. Now, it's not by design, it's just that men tend to lead the way with technology. But the industry is growing up, and incredibly smart, creative, and talented women are now leading the way as well. Today, we welcome one such woman to the show. As producer of this very podcast for almost four years, Erin Sell is now the co-host of the Nifty Chicks podcast. She's had an interesting journey down the rabbit hole and is passionate about helping onboard women into the crypto world. We can't pretend to know what women want, but we can define what a woman is. For those who need a refresher, a woman is a female adult human being. Join us in welcoming female adult human Aaron Sell to episode number 620 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. Who's bad? And welcome, both males and females of the species, to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. Whether or not you have a sausage, we welcome you here. Hello, Sir Lord Travis Wright. I just looked at the analytics, and it looks as if uh, 87% of our listeners are dudes. Did you say analytics? I did. I looked at the analytics. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. We're Which gonna- is not what women want. Uh, no. Well, some do. You know, uh, and there might be some bad jokes, and some of you might even consider it sexist, although we're not because we're big supporters of women. And um, our guest that we're going to introduce here in a little bit is no stranger to our jokes, and she herself has never been offended by our sense of humor. Well, she has. She just doesn't say it. No, she, 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 she'd a... tell me. Sometimes she would roll her eyes. Oh, that's offended. At me. Uh, it's being offended. I mean, but secretly she's laughing. She was offended with the analytic joke that I just made, probably. I don't know. She's, she's over there <laughs> laughing. We'll bring her in a little bit. I thought before we did, though, let's just take a look at the state of the market. Timestamp, it's on Saturday, and we are at the Travilla in Luquillo, Puerto Rico. Today, it's a rainy day. We were going to uh, get in the pool, and you grilled out. We grilled out some Frankfurters and some delicious hamburgers. Yeah. I got this fire pit out here that I put together that was this really huge plant it was a really big ugly plant and what i noticed was it was just like i wouldn't go out there that much because i was like what kind of insects are in that gross thing out mm-hmm. there and so we, we cut it all down and then i went on amazon and got all these pieces and put together a nice fire pit so we actually burned real wood yeah and over re- real meat and, and we cooked real impo- <laughs> we actually made, made a fake fire and we cooked impossible burgers yeah it was a great burger. We great tried burger. to eat them, but it wasn't possible. It, wasn't, it was not good. Sorry, Bill Gates. Yeah. I'm not going to be eating your impossible I don't shit. Want, I don't want your bugs. It was really good. Uh, anyway, what we decided today is... No, I want to talk more about these delicious hamburgers. Okay, go ahead. They were good. Yeah, we're good. So after you know seeing what you've done with the place here, I'm like, it is time for a party, a banger out here. And we've been talking about having a Bad Crypto Podcast fifth birthday party here. And I think we're going to do it in August. Okay. Right? Is that what you think? 
Well, it's your place. You can say no. Just you say keep no. trying to throw parties in my house. I've noticed. Yeah, it's made for a party. It like, is made for parties, and I'm just like I'm like a I'm like a hermit. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know when I became a hermit, but I'm hermit the hog. Do you know hermit? <laughs> <laughs> Hi ho. So I'm hermit the hog. <laughs> We need to uh, get details on that, and certainly those of you who wish to uh, come and join us for the Bangarang at the Travilla in Puerto Rico, you'll be invited to come join us, uh, but we'll, we need to set the date. But not only that, we want to make sure that we're hanging out with you guys here next week when we have the five-year anniversary, so we're going to do some virtual stuff, oh, right? Yeah, we're going to do, that's right, so the 16th is the day we thought of the show. The 18th of July is the day we released the first episode five uh -huh. years ago. So what's the five-year anniversary? Is it the 16th or the, is it the 18th? I would say it's the day the show came out. The, the, the 16th would be the idea-versary. Well, the 16th is a Saturday and the 18th is a Monday. Let's do it on Monday. Let's do it on Monday. Yeah. So Monday the 18th, there will be a Twitter Spaces at like what, 7 o'clock Eastern time, 8 o'clock? Um, you know what? They say that it's normally, be probably eight o'clock would be best okay. just because more people on the, then the East coast would be five o'clock or on the, on Pacific would be five right. o'clock. Yeah. So let's do this. It's our five year anniversary, 5 PM Pacific. That's good because it's like, it's, that makes sense. It ties in. Okay. We could, yeah, we could maybe start it at 555. Make sure that you uh, follow us at bad crypto pod for all the details on that. And there you go. The date is now set in stone. If by stone, we mean digital recording. So I will actually set it up on the Twitter spaces now, and then we'll figure out exactly what we want to do afterwards. We might have an after party somewhere in the virtual world. An after party. In the if you world. have an Oculus, that would be the coolest. Clothing but if not, you don't have to. Let's but do it. If you do. Let's do it in alt space. I looked at both alt space and and, okay. uh, and it's just it's more people have it and you can get to it easily on your web browser or any platform. How many people can be in there? Like fifty. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll. Well, I don't have a penthouse in Dubai in alt space, but that's okay. We'll <laughs> we could pretend. We'll have to, we'll have to have just space. call it your Dubai penthouse. Well, I tell you, in spatial.io, it's badass, but that's okay. We'll, we'll do it in all spaces. I, I just think it's more accessible. Okay. We want people to be able to, to get there. I want to make it more exclusive, not inclusive. You have to show your diamond ring. Because screw you guys. I mean, seriously, if you can't get in, you can't get in. That's what the rule that, is. You gotta that, that's life. Stand outside, by, stand outside the velvet rope and beg. <laughs> <laughs> that is in. That is in. No. No, you need to show your credentials. Also, we are really close to launching our membership um, NFT that we're going to have for you guys. And uh, more about that as soon as I get with the guys who are helping us produce all that. Uh, there's, there's just so much happening here. So just a quick look here. It is Saturday, 4.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This episode comes out Sunday night. The crypto market cap, as of this very moment, according to the coin geckos, is, oh, Travis, we just fell under a trillion again. I saw it. Oh. Let's pretend it was earlier today. And we're at a trillion. Yay. Yay. Oh, we're not now. It's gone. $998 billion. Bitcoin rallied a little bit to 21,615. Ethereum, 1217. Uh, let's see. BNB, 242. XRP, 34.5 cents. Cardano, 48 cents. Solana, 38.35. They're being sued. Dogecoin, 7 cents. And notice, I'm, I'm from heretofore, I'm leaving out stable coins because there are now three stable coins in the top 10 and like what's the point mm. they're a dollar that's what you know 99 cents the 99. only time 9. the only time it's news is when they're not a dollar you got a bug zapper this fly is annoying me well 
you know, that's what happens when you do those debates, when you're doing like recording and you know, that's what happened like who, um, uh, didn't like Obama had one landing on his oh, face his head, and then yeah. Mike Pence had one on his face <laughs> and now Joel just had a fly land on his face. We're not debating. That's true. For over the last seven days here, GMX up 66%. SYN token, that was up 66% also. Uh, LYXE. These are all top 300 tokens, but I've not heard of any of those three. Celsius actually up 59% Why? this past week. So it's is it, is it coming back from the dead? CVX up 53%. LDL up 50%. Seek, S-E-E-C-E-K. LDL is your good cholesterol, right? Is that's, it? that's what you want to go. You don't up. want the HDL. No, your HDL goes up. You're just heading for a stroke. Mm. Av up forty percent as well. So it's interesting to see some of these tokens that are taking off again. And you know we're near a trillion dollars. It did get down. I saw I got down to about eight hundred and sixty billion overall. What, what do you think? Do you think that is this a uh, a fake run or did we really hit bottom just under last time's all time high? I think that. Um, we're in one of those sideways things. Yeah. You know, we're going to see some tokens that take off and some come back. And or it's horizontal. Like, but we're kind of we're going to be kind of flatlining it for a while. But every time crypto goes down, it'll do a dead cat bounce. It'll do a little pop, 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 pop. Like, like I'm wondering, is this a dead cat bounce? Meow. Normally they are. Like normally they go, oh, they come crashing down and go up. And blah, blah, blah. What, what, so when they said dead, dead cat, that means it's just one of the cat's lives. It's coming back again. Right. Okay. Right, I mean, otherwise it'd be like a dead dog bounce, and once the dog is dead, that's it. It's over. So, don't listen, Rufus. And I wonder why dead cats bounce, but humans, they don't bounce. No, we splat. We splat all over <laughs> the place. Like and I'm that. telling you what, that is the worst way to like pro- people who off themselves is like land, like jumping off something and then creating a huge mess for some other person. Or landing know. on somebody, killing somebody else by landing on them. Yeah, so don't kill yourselves, guys. Yeah, Tune in next week. And we want to make you... <laughs> We hate to lose a listener. <laughs> Don't, yeah. Well, there's no reason to do that. There are suicide hotlines seriously for a moment because it is serious. If there's somebody out there that's having thoughts that uh, life isn't worth living, it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, These are the up. challenges that you get to evolve your soul. Hmm. That's what I think. It's like, you know what? You have these challenges. Shit happens. Oh, man, you lost a lot of money in your crypto. Shit happens. Here you go. Let's rebuild. If you knew how to build it once, you can build it again. That's the thing about making money. I've made money. I've lost money. I've made money again. I've lost money. It's like once you know how to make it and you understand the role that money plays in your life, once you've got your basic needs covered, then there's two type of people. There's those who are like, oh, I got more money than I I need. I'm going to go buy a bunch of stuff. And then there are those like, all right, a bunch more stuff isn't going to make me more content, more fulfilled. So I'm going to do good stuff with the money or I'm going to save my money. Mm-hmm. All right. That's that's it. And the, usually the people that are like, I'm going to go buy more stuff. They never get enough stuff to actually be any happier. They've just mm-hmm. got more stuff, more stuff to take care of, more stuff to right. maintain. <clears throat> I got more stuff. I'm, I'm going to buy more stuff. You, you I got enough stuff. stuff. You got a you got a wood fire pit now. I, mean, I do. And actually, in the bull run, I paid for my room. To, uh, I paid for a, uh, a, uh, a sunroom to be installed. At the height of the crypto, you know, bull run. So I paid for it with bull run money, which is great. And Puerto Rico time finally got installed this week. Finally finished on Tuesday. And so now I wanted to invite you guys up to take a look at it. It's like a nice little sunroom. It's very nice. Out. Very nice. Now it's like I'm, I feel like I'm complete. All right. By the way, that's, that's sexist. Why is it a sunroom and not a daughter room? It's because S-U-N. Oh, got it. Yeah. I'm not too smart. That's okay. So um, I... 
there are there are some out there that think, hey, we might go as low as twelve, thirteen. But you know what? During I say to them, I say, shut your mouth. During a bearish market or a build market, as we like to say, it's easy to go with the flow. Oh, we're going lower. Just like when it's a bull market, it's easy to go. We're going to the moon. Everybody looks like a genius. And I feel like those who are calling for lower are trying to look smart. And then when it doesn't happen, they're going to forget they ever said it. I don't. Here's the thing. If it weren't for Luna in UST, and Celsius, and three arrows. I mean, how many arrows did crypto take over the last four to six weeks? Uh, we would have been at an all-time high, but I took I don't an arrow to the knee. We wouldn't be this low. Probably not this low. We wouldn't be this low. And so more bad news could happen, but I think we've pretty much flushed out the worst of the DeFi. And it, it, worst-case scenario, their collapse is already built in. Like, if they don't survive... Um, bankruptcy or they're not bought out and it's already baked in so the best thing that could happen is that somebody salvages acquires some of these companies and investors get some of their money back Mm -hmm. which would not be bearish you know it is it is such an interesting time because people who say i know it's going to do this it's going to do that fibonacci the charts say this they say that and you just realize most people really don't know. We think we know. There is some element of, you know, human emotion that goes into play when these markets and people start freaking out and they start capitulating and, and, and selling as much as they can to kind of get rid of stuff. I know that's when I'm like, wait a second. What, oh, I got some other coin over here. I'll, I guess I'll get rid of that. I'll turn that into some USD, right? It's like, ah, it, it becomes a little crazy and people start freaking out, especially when you go, man, <clears throat> when you look at your market and you look at your portfolio and you go, oh man, six months ago, three months ago, five months ago, I had 10x this, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> this shit happened in 2018 for us. Mm-hmm. So we've been through, and, and what happens is a lot of times in this place, if you're a content creator in crypto, then you just kind of put your tail between your legs and disappear. Like we've never done that. We're here for five years now. Yep. We've gone through two. People kept saying, oh, dude, this is a super cycle. Look, it did its thing. And it, what, it got up to 67 or something? And then 69. it went down. And then it, and then it went over 68, 60. Oh, we got, oh, see, we're on a super Nope. Bitcoin had never made a chart like that. Nope. That was, a, that was the first time Bitcoin has ever done that, where, it's at, where it, it got an all-time high and then went down like that and then came up and roaring and created a brand new all-time high. And then... Uh, it's also the first time that in a, in a bear market we've gone below the previous all-time high. We're like, that's not. I mean, if you would have told us at sixty-nine thousand that, hey, guess what? You're going to be able to get Bitcoin for under twenty again. We're like, what? No, no, that's never going to happen. Well, unpredictable and highly manipulated, mm-hmm. and nobody knows what's going to happen. Big, big money is manipulating the space right now. When you're talking, when you see Vanguard. And you see BlackRock, which are two of the very biggest asset holders of uh, in the world that are also arms of the Rothschild dynasty. And they're out there moving markets in ways nobody else can move markets. Like and when they're shorting stuff and doing what they do to manipulate the markets, like majority of the shit they do should be illegal in markets. Like a lot of the traditional shorting and all the different derivatives and stuff that happens in traditional markets – I don't think they should be in crypto because look what happens. That's exactly but what happens. It tanks the market. How do you stop them? Crypto is about freedom. And if bad 
actors want to get in and do what they do, then how do you say, nope, it's not for you? We cry about it. You can't. By the way, I had to look this up because I'm like, you know, Fibonacci. Who was Fibonacci? He was an Italian scientist dude. He was. But do you know his actual name? Um, I... uh I don't remember his first name, no. So his name was Leonardo Bonacci. Mm. So it was his name wasn't actually Fibonacci. He was known. Also known as Leonardo of Pisa and Leonardo Bigola Pisano. So who's which the fib? literally means Leonardo the Traveler from Pizza, an Italian mathematician considered to be the most talented Western mathematician of the Middle Ages. But they call him Fibonacci, which is short for son of Bonacci. Okay. And now ah, you've learned. Benacci. You've learned something. Son, Fibonacci, son of Fibonacci. Benacci. Wow, how about yeah. that? So you'd be, what, what was your dad's name? His first name or his last name? First. Because well, his last name was B. Shore. Yeah, his first name is Michael. So you'd be Fiba Michael. <laughs> Fiba Michael. No, Fee Michael. <laughs> Fee Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, not true because his son was his dad's name, first name wasn't Benacci. Fee was Michael. It? I don't know. Last name. Yeah, I'm, I'm making. So we're a just joke. teaching people shit that's not I'm, even real. I'm, the Fibonacci stuff is real. Okay. You know how I know? Because you googled it. It's on Wikipedia. Because it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> so you know how truthful. It that must is. be accurate. All right. You know what? That's enough words from us. We have a uh, female of the species on presence here in this very Travilla. Let's go now to our interview with Ms. Aaron Sell. And literally just. A second or two has passed since I said, here you are, and here you are. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're like surprised <laughs> to be here on the other side it's, of the microphone. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been on this side of the micro- microphone on Bad Crypto. Yeah. Well, we're glad, we're glad you're here, and thank you for your service to the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. You're welcome. We, uh, we appreciate it. That's, uh, when we started- Many, many years of service. So when, when Travis and I first started the show, it was literally just you and I. And we had the idea. We created, the, you created the graphics and the website. Um, I set up the, whatever we were using for a studio, recorded the first show, edited set it. Set it up Libsyn. Set up Libsyn, set up social profiles. Like in, in 48 hours, we had it done and out. And we were doing it all. And, it, and then we start getting email. People wanting to be on the show and sponsor potential sponsors, and it was like, okay, there's a lot here. We need help. Mm-hmm. And so that would have been July, and then you came on when? And you said what, March of? I think it was March of. So that would have been 2018. Oh, mm-hmm. She came in right, and you go, oh, the crypto markets are tanking. This sounds like a great time yeah. to come in. So, so I started doing social, right? Yeah, you started doing social, um, and and of course, for those who haven't figured it out yet, you and I have been together for before that, and you were watching me get into crypto. And, and rolling my eyes. And Yeah. Would you like to demonstrate the eye roll? There it is. <laughs> there's the, I've seen that so many times. There's, there's that eye roll. Um, what, what, what did you think that I was getting into? I thought you two were crazy. Okay. Crazy how? more well, use I mean, words i mean i just remember hearing about crypto and bitcoin and blockchain and um I there's think, a little coquille frog a coquille, right there. Uh, 
Can we hear that? You can probably you... hear it on the show. They do hear it whenever we do, <clears throat> whenever we do a Twitter space or something. You can always hear that. Rufus is like he's standing by the window. He's like it's listening. Very interesting. He's like, what's what's going on out there, guys? There's a frog out there. Oh yeah, do you guys okay. have that many cookie frogs? Oh, we got cookies everywhere. Like when we walk at night with him, there's all these bushes, oh, and yeah. you just hear them coming from from all the bushes. I got some big old bullfrogs out here too. Oh, there's we have some those huge, you... ginormous. Name one, Jeremiah. Uh, I didn't. And I have didn't, you made no. friends with him? I haven't made friends with him, but my dog Tukey, my dog Tukey is very interested, and I keep telling him, "No, do not get the frogs, get the lizards." I know you guys can't see this right now, so I'm going to take a picture <laughs> uh, because Rufus is being so cute right now. Aaron, take a picture of him, and I'm going to we'll post this so you can see him looking out the window at Travis's place to listen for the uh, the koki frogs. It started raining really big, so the koki frogs are like, "No." Nah. Yeah. So those of you that don't have the visuals, check our uh, our Twitter and Insta. We'll post a, a picture of Rufus um, here. So you thought we were crazy, mm-hmm. and what foreign language? So many other people thought we were crazy too. Like we were yeah. like because you know Chris Snook and I had just dropped Digital Sense, our book, right? right. And and him and I are actually starting a new show called the Web Three Show. We're going to be doing a, about a couple times a month is what we'll do, talking about some Web Three stuff, but. We dropped a book with Wiley called Digital Sense. And, you know, it's all about customer experience, social business, marketing technologies, and these emerging technologies. And right after we dropped the book, it was like, it was like, it's almost like, all right, there's my knowledge there. I'm going to, I want to go explore this blockchain stuff. Well, it was like, I was on top of my game leading the live video marketing revolution, right? right? I had been teaching on that. I was advisor with multiple sure. companies and had just, um, the fun formula was coming out soon. And um, people are like, what do you, what do you, what is this pivot? And they hadn't learned by now, right? That when, when I pivot, it's for a good reason. You know, you would think that people would understand a track record of since 1995 being able to see what's next. Yep. And you and I, we saw this. In fact, you saw Bitcoin long before I did. You were, you were mining and losing your Bitcoin somewhere in a trash dump on a hard drive in Kansas City. Uh, years before I finally understood it. Dude, but here's the thing is I talked to so many people and they none of them got it. Like I was in Silicon Valley in 2013, 12, 2012, 2013, 14. And I would talk to the smartest people that I knew. And I'd be like, so what do you think about this cryptocurrency stuff? You think of Bitcoin, what do you think? You're crazy. Like they're like, scam. No, I yeah, wouldn't spend Ponzi. any time thinking about that at all. And I was like, really? It's a Ponzi. Like, I'm like, dude. They're building algorithms, building value out of math. That doesn't really doesn't surprise. It wasn't not, until you found me that you found somebody to listen to explore it with. You didn't have a crypto buddy. I never had a crypto buddy. That was that was really it's. And I, I literally 2010, 2011, 2013, 2015, and finally 2016. Late 2016. Late 2016. You finally got a crypto buddy, and we went down the rabbit hole. And so you. Um, have a background in social media marketing you have an agency socially powered and talk a little bit about what you did there well and, at the time i did yeah so i had spent many years in corporate and i left corporate in 2013 to start my own agency because i had been doing social media for nonprofits and just helping other friends that has had businesses that needed help figuring out social media because you know it's a bit of a beast. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that in 2013 and did that for many different, you know, small businesses. And 
you guys started Bad Crypto Podcast, and you know, as you mentioned, you were doing doing it all. And I said, "Oh, well, maybe I could help you out." So I started doing social, but and I was like, "No." Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> uh, but so I started doing social, and honestly. I listened and paid a little bit of attention, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I really didn't get it for it a while. It wasn't until you started editing the show, which took place sometime around 2019, right? About a year later. Yeah, but I still, I got in because I bought, I think the first time I put any money into crypto was December 2018. Ah, uh, perfect wait, timing. Excellent timing. <laughs> so wait, December 18 or December, December 17? 18. Okay. So it was low. Yeah, I think it was around nine. Yeah, okay. So so the good news is is you're still up. Yeah. Okay, so you start going down the crypto rabbit hole. You start buying like, okay, maybe maybe they're not so crazy. Well, no, I still thought you were crazy. I still thought you were crazy. Um, I just, I guess I started to somewhat see and understand what it was and the potential of crypto. Okay. And so I just, I invested a little bit here and there. And then also I think because I was doing the social and every now and then you guys would have a deal and I would maybe get a little, a little something, something, a little token, a little Mm. something. So then I was like, Oh, okay. You could actually make a little money here. Mm-hmm. And so that started to I guess change my mind. You know, that's that is one of the one of the things if you start getting paid in crypto because I mean, I know for myself, aside from speaking gigs, I've not accepted any money in fiat currency over mm. in these 5 years for the most part. Mm-hmm. Speaking gigs are are different because they want to pay you in a check or whatever, mm-hmm. but or why are you money, but that is it. Like to to know to be able to to do this and like wait a second. Like we're advising with projects and doing some stuff along the way to actually get paid in crypto. Mm-hmm. That's how you change the world in some ways. Is you're actually getting in it and like look. Like for the most part, for five years, I've not accepted paper money. Like that's crazy to most people. You think burn about. it. I've seen you burn it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what'd you burn the other day at Radio City? So that, no, that, a was 50? A, that was a 50. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fake 50, but it yeah, they were there. It's magician paper. Magician paper. Yeah. Like, for, dude it was like, why didn't you burn a one? I'm like, dude, it's magician paper, bro. It's, it's like you literally burn it. It's it's magical. It looks it magical looks, magician money. It looks really cool. I can't wait for that it, dude to drop those photos. It does look yeah. really cool. I, I messaged him on Instagram. He's he got back in that back in action. He's gonna be dropping those oh, photos. Nice. So since you were a producer, we brought you along to uh, World Crypticon. That was the first crypto conference you had been to. Was that 2019 then? 19. 19? That would okay. have been 2019. I don't know if that was the first. Was early. First crypto conference I went to, but it was definitely the largest. So what did you observe there, especially from a, a gender perspective? Well, the and I feel like I talk about this all the time, but the bathrooms for... It's the best example for women versus men at events, conferences, whatever. And I remember walking into the restroom, the women's restroom, and I think I somehow managed to get in a stall with no toilet paper, which is, I mean, that happens, right? And typically in a normal women's bathroom, there's plenty of women around. You can say, hey, can you 
Give me some toilet paper, and please. And she did that, and under the stall, somebody said, here you go, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> because actually, at crypto events, I identify as a woman. <laughs> that actually <laughs> Just didn't because happen, of the bathroom. There were, there were no women in this huge Las Vegas bathroom, and mm. I had to like wait until I heard somebody walk in uh, you to get it. toilet paper. You just waddled. Paper. <laughs> You waddled over to another one. I did not. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it was, that's really what, I mean, you're so used to it as a woman. You're used to waiting in line. There's always a line for the bathroom. Not and at crypto conferences. Not at crypto conferences. So I thought it was funny. Uh, was it VCon? I think it was VCon. I, I, it, there was a meme out there about they had put up like a, a picture of a the you know what they the normal men's bathroom signs they put up a picture to cover the women's bathroom sign to convert the women's bathroom to a men's bathroom for that conference because if you're going to so convert the women's bathroom to men's when they just like had a little dangle between the legs <laughs> give, give the picture an addictomy and <laughs> I could have I didn't see that I noticed there was actually there seemed to be quite a few ladies at at VCon. Well, so this is what I've noticed is I feel like over the years, I mean, crypto, I feel like crypto conference is a little different than an NFT conference. I've only been to a few NFT conferences. The very first one I went to was the non-fungible conference in Lisbon. And when I went in, I was very... So you didn't, you didn't go to the NFC one, no. NFT NYC in 2019 or 20, whenever no, that, no. But So back then, when I told you we were doing NFTs, let's get in the mindset of then. What were you thinking? Crazy. Crazy. I was rolling my eyes again and being like, you guys are insane. You're playing with. It's so funny. Pencils. You know, when you think about that, though, that's happened so often, like because you and I typically see things first and we go there. And then I know we had that conversation with Brian Fanzo and he was like, dude, when you guys start talking about NFTs five years ago, I thought y'all were stupid. Like, what mm -hmm. the hell are you talking about? And now he does NFT 365 podcast, which is a daily podcast. Daily show. NFT podcast. He's <laughs> minting daily, which yeah. I think is insane. But OK. Oh, he's, support, he's supporting the space, right? He's yeah. doing something every day. No, I think day. it's great. I mean, I just can't imagine mm -hmm. finding and minting a new project every day. But that's the thing about people who tend to see things first is that we're crazy to people who don't understand what's going on. So when we start talking about Web3 back five years ago, mm -hmm. I know we were having conversations about Web3 because I thought I saw that early. I was like, wait, Web2 is like Facebook and Twitter, and here's this blockchain stuff that's going on. This is Web3. And so Web3 sort of, to me, encompasses all of this stuff, right? With the metaverse and NFTs and GameFi and Play to Earn and DeFi and all. That's all Web3 to me. And we were, ta we were talking about Web3. I know we were talking about Web3 really early, like probably like August or September well, 2017. Well, I don't think we knew it was Web3. Well, I remember because I specifically remember calling it Web3 because I went to the Web2 conference back in 2007 in san francisco it was the web 2 expo and i was like dude this is web okay. 2 and i remember going this is web 3 bro we're in web 3 you because I, I, I bought domain names earlier. we're already in web 4 we're, we're already there by the way I you're listened. behind me because i'm almost in web 5 okay i listened to um the crypto kitties episode we did in december 2017 i don't believe i heard us say nft once in that show no we it was called digital collectibles right. no we said non-fungible token erc 721 oh, yeah. oh erc 721s yeah but we it was they like weren't NFT abbreviated yet, wasn't wasn't in the vernacular at that point and i really like that word vernacular you like that I word? Just, it's just a fun word you to like say non-fungible tokens as a word I, I, well that's three words but vernacular is one word, but now it's 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 all in is my. Is it three specific. since it's hyphen? Yes, non fungible tokens. 
but we can debate that all day. I don't want to. What was your aha moment in NFTs? When did the the switch flip and you went from you're crazy to, oh, I think I might get this. Garbage pail kids. Uh, on tops. Mm-hmm. So that was so, on wax in yeah. April that, or May of Well, but it announced in like April. February, I 20. thought. Yeah. March of 2020 is when they had that announcement. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. So that, and the only reason for me there was because I collected Garbage Pail Kids as a kid mm-hmm. and I loved them. You were a Garbage and, Pail Kid kid. Yeah. And so when was I. Was the pack experience? The opening of the yeah, pack? That yeah. was so badass. Yeah. Yeah. That really got us. We go, Thank oh you, Tops. Yeah, Tops led the way because we had done, we had minted some NFTs, but when we saw uh, that they had figured out how on the wax blockchain to mint a pack, and then you'd be able to open that, have a pack opening experience, and get random cards and different variations, we were like, oh, well, we got to do this. Well, that made it mm. like real. Like it was when mm-hmm. you were a kid. Mm-hmm. It was that same experience. It was very fun. Yeah. The sort of randomness of it. That you couldn't actually do it on, you couldn't do it on Ethereum to this day. You cannot well, do that. Y- they did it on Gods Unchained, but there was gas fees associated with it. So so much so that they had to make their own sidechain, Immutable mm-hmm. X. So now you can open packs on sidechains. On uh, sidechains, but, but not on Ethereum. Ethereum is, is still a, a gas hog. Yeah. And so that, that right there was really fun for people. Like, it's still, it is fun. To this day, somebody opens up a blockchain heroes pack, and you're like, "That's fun." And in fact, it's really hard to, to open up a series one garbage pill kit pack now. You, well, you have to go to um, topsgpk.io, and you look in the corner, and it says previous releases. You go there, and it goes to the Genesis site, the legacy site, because mm-hmm. um, I've got like half a dozen GPK five packs from series one that I'm just I got like two or three hodling those because those are the OGs. I bet you I still do too. I haven't looked in a while. Unless they go away and you can't open them up, then what happens? Yeah, I don't, I mean, unless Topps goes out of business, I can't see that. Which they got purchased by Fanatics, so they're not going They're not going out of business, so they'll they'll, they'll make a way to open those legacies. So then you notice we do Blockchain Heroes, you finally get it, you're on board Mm -hmm. with it, you're producing the Nifty Show, right? Because we started the Nifty Show um, right before Blockchain Heroes came out which by the right way right after virtual blockchain week we right after virtual show. blockchain week and then you discovered the ethereum chain for minting and i just want to say now gang that this woman is a nft fanatic like i go in your office and you are always playing with your nfts and i've noticed that the vast majority of them are women based so are you a lesbian now? <laughs> no, I just love my women NFTs. <laughs> why? Tell tell me why do you why do you love them so much? That's a great question. Okay. So, and this is this is one of those things I talk about whenever I'm speaking about NFTs, and it's the the whole thing around. I never understood board apes. V friends, the punks, when when you were showing me those things, Crypto Kitties, any any of those projects that yes, now they're worth, you know, millions, billions, whatever. But when I saw those We're NFTs, not a billion yet. Well maybe one day. Overall. When I saw them, I thought they were ugly and I thought, 
why in the hell would anybody want to spend that much money on these ugly JPEGs? I mean, I said the same thing about Moonbirds. So obviously don't listen to me. (laughs) Not financial advice. But what really got me is I like the looks of the art of the women and the, the different personalities of them. Um, I, I also like the utility behind a lot of them. Some of them, the utility still yet to be found. I, I, I feel like this year, especially, or the last few months, a lot of projects have kind of stagnated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also been problems within the women-led communities. Not like that doesn't happen in the male-led communities. There's never right. rug pulls. There's never scammers. There's never people who don't do what they say they're going to do. I'd say it's probably 85% of that. People. But what we haven't seen is women releasing a, um, a male, male <laughs> collection, and they're posing as men. Oh, but maybe that's did, what I'll do. We did see that. <laughs> in what, What's the story? My, my favorite project, and it's Fame Lady Squad. Yeah. So what happened? So, yeah, it was a bunch of Russian men that pretended they were women and created this project. And then they... Really? Yeah. Say, hey, Igor, have, have proposition for you. <laughs> yeah. We see pretty women. We make NFTs. You and me, we make NFTs and we say we are women. With- we did this early on when we were talking about this. We make NFTs. We make the NFTs. We say we are women. <laughs> we have the NFTs. We should already. have done this. We, we should, should have tried to rug pull in, this. In, but in, the rug would uh, have been different kind of rug. <laughs> And there's the eye roll. (laughs) So how did this get disclosed that it was actually men? You know, I actually don't know that story. Uh, We are going to have Danielle and Board Becky from Fame Lady Squad, who they actually took over the project. So the dudes were all like, ah, we're dudes. Yeah, they got found out or they somehow it got leaked that they were men. And of course, they they took all the money they made from it, but they did turn over all the artwork, the project, they gave the IP, the everything to the community. And so... And that's one of your favorites. That's one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites. Because the artwork's beautiful. Yeah. We take the money, we run, we give artwork to the ladies. But the community and this other lady that's taking it over, were they like key community members or something? Yep. They were like, oh my God, I I love them. I think there's three or four of them in total, but Board Becky and Danielle NFT Ignition are the Hmm. two main... I, no, I never knew that story. Yeah. I did not know that that You are Igor. You are a mentor of fame lady. You took money and run. It's, uh, it's Olaf and Vladimir. Olaf and Vladimir. <laughs> okay, so now, you know, here we are, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about your show here in a bit because you're no longer producer of right. this show because you I have quit. spread your wings. It's just like, fuck this. I'm like, out of here. I'm These doing guys my, are douches. I hate you guys. I'm doing my this own. This is kind of like a five-year reunion anniversary show. Almost, <laughs> yeah. It's like, so I'm doing my own NFT show. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but I want to, uh, as you're looking at the, the market for NFTs, as a woman, you and other women that you're friends with and have talked to in the space, what do you look for in NFTs that men don't look for? So I do think that men actually look for this as well. But this is something that I talk about all the time with people that are, well, other women that are in the space. And I I just had this conversation last week with somebody. And I like to mint, but every time I mint, I am mad because I don't get what I want. And what I want 
is I want NFTs that look like me. I don't know what it is, but I mean, it's the same thing when I was a kid. I wanted a Barbie with brown hair. Mm -hmm. I wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid (sighs) with brown hair. Like... Well, why are you why are you minting bulls and apes then? Because you're well, not going to get a bull. You're not going to get a bull that looks like you. True, but I don't. I don't <laughs> mint. I mean, I meant boss babes, and I meant. Well, I can't mint world of women now, but I meant things that in hopes mm. that I will get one that looks like me. But then I never do. So then I go turn around and buy them on the secondary. You so, buy one that looks like you off off the the floor mm-hmm. or wherever or whatever wherever you need I can to pay. Get it, yeah. right. Do they have to be? Because here's the thing. It's like if you want artwork that looks like you, like and, and a lot of people do, then like can't you just like go to Fiverr or Upwork and be like, make me a caricature or make me make me a me. But and she's not part it. of that collection. Oh yeah, it's a part of the collection because that's one of the things is like because Joel and I have done bad crypto for so long. There's been so many people who will include us and just make mm-hmm. artwork of us and right. send it to us, and it's fun and it's cool. Yeah. So it's like awesome. We're I know it doesn't necessarily need to be identical to me. I just want instead of having a blonde. You, which is what I got when I minted a you, I wanted a brown haired you. And I don't, I There's a collection I, called You? Mm hmm. Okay. It's yeah. my BFF. You have a my BFF. That's Randy bracelet. Zuckerberg's. Oh, thing. okay, okay. Right? Uh, Randy's is Hug. I think oh, Randy's I can't keep a part up. of, she's you. a founder. You. She's a co founder or something. On well, my it, BFF and also, and if you. you look at, um, so there's a lot of collections that make, that build diversity to the extreme into their collections. So what you'll often see is a greater proportion of, for example, African-American black women NFTs in a collection than there are customers. And what ends up happening, and I've looked at this, is almost always in these collections, the floor consists of the the black NFTs, the black women. And it's not because people- I'm offended. Well, be offended by the public that there's not enough African-American women yet that are buying these. They're making a disproportionate number of them. Mm. I, and I think that, you know, you need to pay attention to the market. Who is your market? If women are indeed looking for NFTs that resemble them, then wouldn't you want to create your collection with the same type of curve? So what, what would you do then? You would have to say like, okay, who are the women in NFTs? And I know that we went to NFT NYC and right. I went to VCon and, mm-hmm. and I saw there's way, way more women in the NFT conferences personally that I've noticed than at crypto conferences, yes. right? So that's like, 100%. so NFTs do seem to be resonating, yep. right? But I wonder like, you know, so probably let's just say 15, 20% of the NFT buyers are women. Of that 20%, what's the, what's, what's the, what's the breakdown when well, you it comes think, to races? You would, you would think that you would do that. Um, I think Rufus just ate a cokey frog. If that's what, if, that's what, if women uh, truly want, if they're buying a women-based NFT, right? And it's not, a, it's not an ape, it's not a bull, it's whatever. It's a woman that most likely... You want one that closely resembles you, then you think they would create the distribution in a way. And guess what that does to the the African American or the uh, the um, Latino, right? It makes those more rare, which I think it makes them more special. And that's what I'd like to see is like, hey, if if uh, people of color are rarer in society, then the NFTs should be more rare as well because it's it's a it's an even distribution. Well, it's a demographic thing, right? It's yeah. like who are your per, who are the buyers of your project and mm-hmm. you can kind of figure that out and it's like, "Oh, well, if 
70% are white and 30% are black, then you'd probably want to try to match that. Like, because I know that that's one of the things with our shamans we were trying to figure out. And it was like, okay, well, what percentage are men versus women? Well, then probably it's, it's from what our research is that like 75, 80% of the audience is, is men probably at this point still Mm -hmm. 20% women. So then wouldn't we have 20% if that's the case, if people are trying to buy NFTs that look like them, that most people, you know, that's not always the case. I I do disagree on that. And primarily because there's so many men that support women projects and they're not, I mean, I know we've talked about this. Well, I like to find ones that look like me too. Well, let's think about this. And and I want to hear this thought in your soul shamans. There's one that I want. Is it a man? Nope. Nope. Which one it's is it? It's a transsexual. It? Nope. It's not. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's a it's a lady who kind of resembles Jennifer Aniston. That's right. And I told and you said it's Gaia. It's Gaia, the, the yeah. goddess. Yeah. Um, and I said, no, it's Jennifer Aniston. I want that one. Mm-hmm. Like that's so I wasn't going for one that looked like me because then then I'd have to get you know. Mm-hmm. big hairy manly beastly character which one which one represents hairy manly beastly? beastly because that that's the one that i would want but we're not men and women are different i think mm-hmm. and that's women, why with our ancient wisdom the shaman set they are actually it's about 50 50 yeah so because there's some really cool medicine women and whiz, witches and you know and there's lots of shamans and wizards and stuff and so it's like it's really is it's more shaman. it's probably more 60 40 but it's like there's there's a lot like every time we create one um male version we'd always want a female version of that same type and so we've got artists from around the world that have created that stuff and that's really part of the problem of actually launching the thing is that it's essentially launching about 35 generative sets at once, which is really, it's a lot. It's a lot is, of work, which is we're going to do it right. So when we launch it, it's going to be right. It, but ancientwisdom.io, if you guys haven't gone there yet and joined the community, do it. So this begs the question, which is the title of this episode, what women want. What do women want in crypto in general, the blockchain technology and what's building in that space and what do women want in this future Web3 world that consists of NFTs, metaverse, play to earn. Pick it up wherever you want to. I know it's a big question. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I was thinking, okay, well, how long is the show? I mean, I know I used to edit and this. And we're but... out of time. Stay bad. <laughs> so. And while you're answering that, I'm going to go use the restroom. <laughs> So Travis will be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Use my name uh, in there. Get a good seat. They know me. Yeah. Okay. He'll be right back. Okay. So I feel like women definitely, well, A, we want a seat at the table because I feel like this space in general has been dominated by men. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, I mean, men led the way like we we typically do right we're the hunters and gatherers not that there aren't women that haven't been involved but there's a majority do you think it's because women have been denied a seat or just that men have pioneered this technology so i don't think that women are denied a seat i think honestly i think that women are somewhat well we we've talked about this jenna and i've talked about this is that women tend to be more risk averse um, also, definitely technology isn't isn't always forefront for us. It's uh, for most women, I would say technology we're we're laggard and yeah. and getting into technology, understanding technology. 
And I also think that there's, even for me, there's a part of crypto and just the space in general that it's a little bit scary. Um, I mean, there's, there's the fear of losing everything Mm -hmm. of, you know, making the wrong, making a mistake and, you know, maybe not having the right password and then all your crypto has gone. Everything you've invested is gone. Um, In general, men are greater risk takers. Yes. Just in general. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, there's always outliers and there's, there's women out there that take bigger risks than I will ever have taken in my whole life. Okay. I'm not talking about the outliers. I'm talking about. Right. I mean, I've jumped out of a plane. Right. And I've I jumped never off will. the stratosphere. I never I, will do either of those. I think you're crazy, but more power to you for having had those experiences. So, but those are <clears throat> what you would consider safe experiences, right? You're jumping out of plane, t- you know, on piggyback with somebody that is a professional, has a parachute. You're jumping off the stratosphere that nobody's ever plummeted from, you know, because the bungee cord snapped. Not Whereas, with, not that we know of. With because uh, people do go splat with crypto, there is no safety net, right? You could go splat. Yeah, hundred percent. And the other thing that I think about, especially especially when I first got into crypto, was I guess when I would talk to other friends that had no idea, they don't they don't even want to have that conversation with me. They, I mean, I've had some friends that are a little interested. I mean, I remember back in the early days when I first got started in crypto, sitting down on the couch with one of my friends and we were talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and I said, go get your phone. And she went and got her phone and we downloaded uh, the Coinbase app mm-hmm. and got her all set up and connected it to her bank. And she started putting in, I don't know, 50 bucks a month or 50 bucks every couple of weeks and then three months later, six months later, we were chatting again and she went and looked at her Coinbase account and she's like, holy shit, Aaron, I have $3,000 in there now or whatever the amount was. And then, you know, a few fast forward a few years and now she is telling me she's got, you know, 10 grand or 15 grand in there. So I love being able to, to do things like that for women. Um, I just wish that, I could get more women into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did manage to get my mother into it, which I mean, do talk re- about do you technology. That yet? Is that technology yeah. challenged? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's my main goal is just getting more women into the space and knowledgeable about what to do. You know, be able to speak the terms. It was a little over a year ago that we moved to Puerto Rico um, and we met some people, uh, Peter and Jenna Cozadoy, and Jenna said, hey, I wanna learn more about this NFT thing. And so they came over to our place and asked questions and I gave her a name. I said, because she was fascinated by it. I said, heretofore you will be known as Gen FT. And now, fast forward, you two, Gen FT, and your alter ego, Mint E-Cell, because for those who don't know, your last name is Cell, Aaron Cell, E Cell. Mint is your favorite color. Mint is tied into minting NFTs. There you go. I've brought it full circle. Minty Cell and Gen <laughs> FT now host the crypto chi- uh, the Nifty mm, Chicks. Yeah. I, I always want to say crypto chicks because they've been around for 
Crypto Chicks. Well, we did have a Crypto Chicks podcast. Yeah, we did. We We actually took it over. You guys took that spot over? You took that feed over? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are up on episode then something else then, huh? Yeah. So we're, uh, I think I just put out episode 78, Mm -hmm. but technically we've really only done 50. Okay. So. Yeah, but it was like twenty or thirty. It was about thirty of the yeah. crypto chicks, right? Our episodes are messed up too, right? Because this is actually <clears throat> technically, uh, you know, on paper it's BCP six twenty, but we've actually done over seven hundred bad crypto podcasts because many of them were unnumbered or were ICO spotlights, and or they were half they were half episodes, yeah. or they were special episodes, so, or they were just a cheesy ass song we did. Yeah, so I like our cheesy ass songs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we, maybe maybe it's time to revisit. One hey, of those actually, songs. actually, folks, I don't know if this is out yet, but soon. Uh, Blockchain Heroes Retro Rebellion songs will be on Spotify. That is true. And iTunes and iHeartRadio and Pandora and everywhere music is distributed. It yeah. is a full 41 song original soundtrack. That's with- pretty impressive, actually. So, Zach did an amazing job of organizing yeah. that. It's all synthwave 80s sort yep. of, you know, sort of vibe. And uh, so with Retro Rebellion Blockchain Heroes, we did every character, and there was 20 villains and 20 heroes, every character had their own soundtrack. So what's the other one? So there's 41. What's the other one? It's the main theme. It's oh, the, the extended theme. version uh, of the, the main theme. But nice. way to be sexist and totally change the subject from our female guest. Well, she brought, <laughs> over, she brought over some sangria, and I'm like three butt glasses in on it, and I just... <laughs> I had to take a pee, and I came back. I missed a, I missed an opportunity to slay with a joke. So she is a blockchain hero, actually. She um, is. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't derail it. There was, uh, there was a time when I railed it. When you railed it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I wish I had a picture of that. He just spit sangria all over us. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. Where's, oh, where's the camera when you need it? Oh, that would have been a great spit take. Um, and for Blockchain Heroes First Strike, um, you inspired, just like, you know, we inspired Sooth and Sayer for Series 1. You came riding up to my place on your little scooter, your mint, mint, mint scooter, scooter uh, and you had um, Rufus. You had your helmet on, and you had Rufus in a backpack on your back, and he was wearing these amazing doggles. And the two of you just looked so badass. And I laughed. I took a picture. I sent it to Zach. I said, make them into a hero. And so you became Amp and uh, Subwoofer. Yeah. And the the dogs are playing now. Tukey's (laughs) Tukey's getting after Rufus. So uh, let me go back to the, the question about what women want. Because you all think different than men. Maybe grab Rufus and put him in your lap so he's got some peace and quiet. Tukey's a sweet pooch, uh, and she just loves to to play with Rufus. And he's like, he's not in the mood. He's like, I just, I just want to sit in my mom's lap and chill while she says words into the microphone. So he's good now. Okay. So I, me personally, and I, I don't, I hate to say like what women want because in general because. Everybody wants something different. Okay. What I want is I want good looking art that I like that. I mean, I, you've said this before. I, you both have said this before, I think. And that is, uh, I don't know what Travis is laughing about. <laughs> I got a joke in my head. Women want good looking, well hung art. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? 
I don't know. Ask a woman. <laughs> I I want art. No, with an NFT, what I want is I want something that I will like at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. It does matter, yes, if it's going to make money eventually, but that's not why I'm buying it. I want it to be something that I like. Did Rufus want to add to that? He's, he's to I'm going to get a picture of him looking at the microphone. Okay, but it's not just the art, right? There's, it's also community. Right. Um, it's the utility. Uh, you know, I was super excited at NFT NYC. Well, two twofold there. I was super excited and I was also a little pissed off about mm. how things are handled in the NFT space, conference space. And how what, projects what handle things. Well, first I was excited because I was selected to go to an event, an exclusive event for one of the projects that I'm a part of. But on the other side of things, there were projects that I'm a part of that, for example, I still can't get into the Discord. And I've tried for months to get in and there's issues. Um, there were events. There were multiple events by different projects that I'm a holder of. Some of them I hold multiple NFTs of, and I didn't. I didn't get to go to their events. Hmm. And this is because you need a clone because there was 350 satellite events. There, only four no, days? no, it actually wasn't that I needed a clone. It was that I missed out on raising my hand in some random Discord sub channel that they right. posted in the announcements. And if you don't go check it. Every freaking day yeah. and find out what's, which I was actually, I thought I was doing a really That's good job That's what sucks of. about NFTs, quite frankly, because Joel and I we were talking about this early. It's like, oh, he go, Joel was like, well, I go into my Discord at least once a week or twice a week, and I go in and look in the announcements and go and look, and I'm like, yeah, I don't do any of that. <clears throat> it's and like, it's just out. so many, because it's like, I'm looking at my Ethereum wallet alone. I have 1,100 NFTs. Like, how many how many freaking groups is that? Yeah, well, you NFT? can't even be in that then, many Discord groups. And then your Discord, and then it. your Discord groups, and then your Discord's get so many of them, yeah. and you're like, it's Ugh. impossible. And his seed phrase is "eat a bag." <laughs> uh, no, sorry, it's twelve bags of dicks. <laughs> okay, so but here's the thing. You know, when you get into all these projects, you're basically saying it's now my responsibility to keep up with them and you just because we're into a hundred projects it's not the fault of that project like what they're looking for are people that are interested in into their community right and they were they're not obligated to write you drop you a agreed. note and say hey and so don't miss this agreed and so what i've done is i well i a i sort my discord projects by my favorites and the ones that I want to make sure that I'm paying attention to, I have a, in a folder mm-hmm. at the top of my Discord. They're the ones that I go look at every you know few days before NFT. I was or NFT NYC. I was looking at them all the time to make sure I stayed up to date. I still miss stuff, but the projects that like I was just complaining about, the one I can't get into their Discord, I'm less likely to care about that project because they're unwilling to go the you know further mile why can't you get in it i don't know every time i try to join it i get an error and it says that you you can't join that i've tried to help her too it's, i've it's, i've contacted discord i've mm. contacted the project multiple ways email twitter did you try to join it i don't have the nft you don't have to have the nft even i don't know maybe i can get in and you can pretend to be me yeah discord sucks like i i I understand what they were going for but 
Uh, actually, Discord doesn't suck. It sucks for what we're trying to do in the NFT community. Because it wasn't is, built for NFTs. There is an opportunity. Like whoever comes up with the platform slash social platform that connects NFTs with some unified bots rather than having so many different ones, me six, collab land, um, you know, uh, honey, some honeycomb. There's yeah. all these and they use different ones. Collab land is uh, really actually cool though to mm-hmm. check Collabla- your NFT Collabla- and then it will let you in certain rooms if mm-hmm. you have certain NFT. I, like it's actually real. That's actually really cool. But you're right; it wasn't built for it. We need we need other solutions, and I don't know what they are. But yeah, so ideally, women don't like that. Well, men don't like that. Don't yeah, like that I mean, I think it's just that the issues that come with it, with NFTs, with trying to. So you want to be a part of a community, yet I feel ostracized from some of the communities that I should be a part of. I want to support them, yet I can't get in their Discord, mm. and then they're not they're not being helpful. And it makes you feel like maybe they don't really give a shit if you're in their community because they've already got your money, right? Mm. In some ways. You know what's so weird is like I find that the older that I get, like it's like... The less, the more of a hermit I become, the more and less that I care about being in part of communities and stuff. It's, it's really, it really is. It's almost like, eh, I don't It's like, is it that I'm burnt out on social media? Is that search, social media took such a right turn that it just, a, eh, a online, left turn. It, it did, like, it just it took such a turn that it's like online communities to me in some way, they've lost their luster right when yeah. it started. I loved it. I was in it all the time. I couldn't even, I couldn't get enough of it. And now with social media being, in my mind, kind of evil or just in a way that's like they use it in a way that's not really good for humanity, I find myself kind of I like, I know I need to be in Discord doing all this. And then the other side is being like, eh, I don't even really care to. I don't even want to. Like, it's I don't know if I'm, is it I'm a rebel. Am I stupid? I'm just burnt out of it or I don't know what it is. Stupid, like, burnt out rebel Travis. That's, stupid, that's, burnt out rebel Travis. That's all that's of those things. Mm-hmm. But but there's more that, you know, you're looking for, right? Because I know you've told me you're excited about, for example, there's like these handbags, mm-hmm. right? What are some, tell me about some of these collections that you, that you've seen other women, not just you get excited about. And let's see if we can spot the difference here. Well, there's, there's a lot of things that, that really excite me and the diamond handbag club is one of them. And that is, I mean, I like handbags in general and luxury items. Ladies love those, but those things can be so expensive. Handbags, shoes, jewelry, fashion, luxury travel. There's, and, and being able to, let's say you own diamond handbags. as one of, I, I just love what they're doing and they're, the ability to take something digital and they've coined it digital so that you can take a digital product and bring it into the physical world. And that's what they're doing with uh, diamond handbag club. So you can own this bag in the metaverse, but then you can also have it made in real life. Really? Mm-hmm. And catharsis just did this. Um, I picked up my fame lady jewelry that I got from owning an NFT that Fame Ladies did a collab with Catharsis. And you had different NFTs that you could purchase. And if they weren't redeemed, you could go redeem them for a physical piece of jewelry. Uh, either, well, the ones that they had, I believe, for Fame Ladies were necklaces or rings, I think, were the, the different options. And so I was able to pick up my 
cute little fame lady squad necklace. See, that that's different. Like, we, I don't know that I have bought anything from another collection to get a physical wearable. Some physical items have come with stuff. Like, we just got from the playing arts, the cards we got, these cool NFTs created by 52 different artists. We just got... <laughs> to get physical decks of the cards. But that was I didn't buy them because we were going to get physical decks. Have you they look they bought, look sexy. They look they're cool. awesome. Yeah. Have you bought any NFTs because of a um uh, something you were going to wear in real life, not a digital wearable, a physical wearable? The uh, the Adidas collection, the digital metaverse it, yeah. because you get like a, a cool yellow tracksuit, uh you get a G Money beanie. And like a pair of shoes or something. I want to see you running around in the yellow tracksuit and beanie. That's I, I, <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I want to see no, that. No, seriously, because like if you're wearing that, like if I go and wear that at an NFT conference or right. something, people are going to go, ah. Like I would wear that, not the Gary V, v Friends ugly green Jets yeah, like that. looking jacket that he sent out. Yeah. That's the ugliest thing ever. Now, I did buy the NFT because I was going to get physical gifts from Gary V, you know, because when, when, when V Friends came out, I bought a gift goat because I knew I was going to get physical gifts. Now, we've gotten seven of them. I've been underwhelmed. And literally, once I saw the seventh one, I put my gift goat up for sale. I was like, fuck, this is shitty. And apparently, people got upset about it There's in the Discord. I didn't people. even know about There's it. There's a lot of people upset about gift seven. But Gary, we believe in you. Turn this Turn this ship around. Um, so we could say, holy is shit. It, is it the, go- the, the, uh, hold on. Gossip girls it's handbag. Gossip is that girl the- collection that's doing those? Um, no, gossip girl is not doing it. It's diamond handbag club. Diamond but handbag. See, now you're, but look, I, but you're I, looking on. See, Open I'm looking sea, on open sea for which it's not available yet. It's, oh. she hasn't launched yet. Oh, they haven't launched yet. No. Um, cause I was looking for diamond fanny pack club. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, so, and so, diamond dicks came up instead. Yeah, diamond. So fanny pack is, pack. This is a funny story. I actually found out about the Catharsis Fame Ladies Squad collab because I was listening to Fame Ladies podcast. They had them on talking about it. And I immediately went to went home and got on my computer and looked for the specific piece of jewelry that I wanted, went and found the NFT that hadn't yet been redeemed so that I could purchase that NFT, go redeem it, in exchange for the physical piece so of jewelry. you get the necklace? Yeah, because I wanted... You so that was all wadded up into a knot? Yes, it was so tangled when I got it. But you were so mad. pissed. I was I so mad. I journey it took. For, yeah, I, I was so... was just a piece of swag you got. No, I was so mad, but... Oh, because you went and NFT'd it up, and you had to find the right NFT. Yeah, it hadn't been yes, and I wanted, I wanted the gold one. I mm. didn't want silver. Like, it was very specific... About she what I mad. wanted. I was really mad. I, I spent know. hours trying to untangle it. I was there. And then Gen FT, my hero, did it in like 30 minutes. She's amazing. We She's have we have gifted. a great little video if anybody wants to go watch it. You have a lot. It's really funny. It's like 30 <laughs> seconds long of her untangling <laughs> yeah, this like, necklace. Watch for 30 minutes as... Yeah. 30 Jen seconds. Run, I did it, you know, I did it on slow-mo oh, or whatever, so... They actually have a lot of great videos. So the podcast is The Nifty Chicks. The niftychicks.io. The niftychicks.io. N i f t y chicks c h i c k s. And the the podcast is about women projects by women for women, but men can listen too, right? Yeah, you're not yeah. not going to go. Sexist We've actually on us. had one man on the show. It was <sighs> it, very very brief. It was kind of my fluke. It happened at NFT NYC, my and fluke. we were just doing you know some random interviews, and he snuck in there. 
Some yeah, that's dude. true. That's like we very rarely have women on our show. We like to they sneak them in every once. Oh, in a while. I'm aware. <laughs> but it's it's not by design. Like, no. are we sexist? Are we no. always on the lookout for women yeah. that are? Well, and when I was producer, that was one of my main goals. Was always trying to find good women that knew their shit and you know had something mm. important to say. Which, by the way, speaking of uh, women who know their shit and have something to say, I believe we may have finally secured Crypto Mom, Hester Pierce, oh, yes. for the show. Yes. So I heard that. Um, we should I was be, trying for many I, years. She's a tough catch. So yep. uh, mm. you guys that have been listening to the show for some time, you know we've done hundreds of interviews, mm-hmm. and uh, and we intend to continue bringing you the very best, or yeah. at least mediocre these Could, diamond handbags are pretty cool you, you can actually one? see no no well i'm looking at the Let team see. do you see the dragon well, one i'm, looking, I'm they... looking at the team like the team is spectacular like mm-hmm. you know the, this one guy did did hermes and in, in the chanel bags this lady this one lady was like head of product at pinterest and then like yeah. like wow i'm looking down here and then i'm looking at all the advisors all these amazing people so there's, they got a spectacular team co-creator of crypto kitties like when, when did you just this? burp into the microphone I to the side of you the did that was, <laughs> it was it was money. the sangria i'm gonna leave that when, in when is this gonna be when is it gonna be minted uh i believe this fall really i don't i don't know if she has a, a date these, yet. these are really she will be cool on the nifty I, show though i don't really necessarily like bags i've actually like i've had a i've had a girl where i've had to buy her an expensive handbag and it was very painful <laughs> but uh, I would I would buy her an NFT of get her one of those Louis Vuittons. Yeah, yeah one, of, one of those channel bags. Yeah. What God. What about uh, you know we go beyond NFT beyond that a little South just came out there beyond NFTs. What about metaverse? Are you excited about bringing your ladies into a metaverse or is definitely that, yes? Why? I did a so I <laughs> this was it's kind of a funny story and this is what I talk about. When I say the technology, I mean, I'm not a gamer. I mean, I'm... You're I, not. I'm not a gamer. I, you play I, Candy Crush. That is not uh, being a gamer. But yeah, but I used to play Mario and Nintendo and, okay. you know, Mario um, Mario Kart. You play Candy Crush. Yeah, I, I do like Candy Crush. But, so, my BFF had a... I don't know, was it the Perks release party? I don't know. They had a party in Decentraland. And I really wanted to go. Do you remember how much trouble I had? Just I couldn't even figure out how to get, like, find the elevator mm-hmm. to get to the floor <laughs> I needed to be on. I finally get to the floor I need to be on. And then they've got this place you have to go to to go push a button to collect a shirt that says BFF. So in, I, in a metaverse. In Decentraland. In Decentraland. In Decentraland, okay. Yeah. So I'm at this, what I think is a party. There's, like, a dance floor and a stage. <laughs> and there's music and there's... Maybe ten people walking around. We're all well. That's a party. Being idiots. Well, then I find out. Like there's three of I, us here. It's a party. I was not in the right place. I mean, I got the shirt, and there was a dance floor and a party. But apparently, Paris Hilton was the DJ in this other verse of or right. I don't even know what to call it. Another place and, and it's not like the it's not like a regular internet where you can just like oh let me click a link and go there it's like you got to go to the right place to yeah to portal and there, i thought i went right i thought i went to the right place but obviously i and i kept asking saying but there's nobody here and everybody w- i was reading on the discord at the same time that there's hundreds of people at this party and I'm looking so you around. Did going, you ever make it there? Where? It, no, I never found the right one. But, oh, I, but at least, I at least got the BFF shirt. 
And I figured out how to put on my crypto chicks glasses. So I had some cute yellow sunglasses on. Mm. But that was. So this was in Decentraland. They had a party there. See, that's again, that's what we want to do is we want to have a party yeah. in the metaverse to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Are you going to hire Paris Hilton to be your DJ? Well, we, we we're going to we're going to hire Harris Pilton. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just like at, at NFT NYC, there was Dupe Snog. I saw that. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're going to have Harris. Dupe Snog is you. Snog. <laughs> wow, Give wow, him wow, more wow, sangria. With with <laughs> yeah, more sangria for Travis. All right, this show is extremely I don't know that long. I've ever drank before doing a show. <laughs> I know. We so usually, I got a little buzz. Sometimes you'll get high before a show. Well, most of the time I'm high yeah, on I, shows. I figure as much. <laughs> That's not true. All right. Hey. 20%. Uh, Aaron, or 20%. thank you for making a reprise here with us. I'm sure it's not the last time. We encourage everybody oh, the last time. to go subscribe. I'm turning. <laughs> I'm turning off Travis's mic. There, he's off right now. You can't hear him anymore. Just he's in the background. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the NiftyChicks.io. <laughs> Find it on the podcast players everywhere they are. And uh, I'm sure. Yes, please. I'm, you did actually lower my mic. I did what actually. What a bastard. Yeah. yeah, I took you That's down. That's why I had to yell. I know. I <laughs> go you. subscribe. All subscribe right. on on YouTube and follow Nifty Chicks. on Twitter. The Nifty Chicks. The Nifty Chicks. The Nifty Chicks. We're the Nifty Chicks everywhere. We are the Nifty Chicks everywhere. everywhere. That sounded haunting for a moment. <laughs> we will find you. We will haunt you forever. Well, I want to say thank you so much for being part of this for so long and helping us grow this thing. Or helping us kind of keep it at the same stagnant level. You're welcome. Thank you for helping us keep our podcast at the same stagnant Alive, level. Alive, on life support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? You've heard us end the show a zillion times, and I don't I've, know. I've forgotten. I don't know that we've ever had a woman end the show, so I think it's very fitting that you do it. So, if you have any final words of inspiration for the women who are either in crypto, want to get in crypto, and then close us out with those two words that we all love so much. Okay, so my final words of inspiration, and this uh, this goes to everybody, men and women, and that is I would love for everyone to tell a woman, whether that be mother, daughter, sister, friend, lover, whatever, Tell a woman about crypto and NFTs, help them learn and bring them into the space. And then you end the show with go listen to the Nifty Chicks, right? That's not exactly. Oh. Stay stagnant. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.